push through and punch through a vision with passion, a vision with passion. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Purpose by Design podcast. I'm so glad you're here. And I'm really excited that you're here because today my guest is someone that I consider to be a friend as well as someone that I get the joy of learning from because she is a phenomenal coach and trainer, all about mindset and so much more. I could just go on and on and uh, I could, and I could just go on and on, Dolly. (laughs) So Dolly is here and I want Dolly to introduce herself, but thank you for being a part of Purpose by Design today. And I know we are all going to glean a whole lot from what you have to say. So introduce yourself to all of us. Thank you so much, Pamela, for having me on. Again, it's really an honor to be here with you. Really, thank you so much. Um, you know, just recently I've taken on a new title and it's, it's interesting, uh, but it's the president and director for global enrollment at Master Your Mind. Wow. Sounds so fancy. Yes. <laughs> Uh, but also, and, I'll, and as we get you know through this conversation, I think what enrich, like what it really is that I do, we you know will unfold um, organically as we kind of move on. But also too, I guess for title's sake, you know, I am the the founder and owner of Blue Limits Academy. I am, and which is partnered with the Proctor Gallagher Institute. So I am a certified consultant with um, the Proctor Gallagher Institute. So my mentor also is Bob Proctor. Some people might know him from the runaway hit movie series, The Secret. But I'd also like to mention, and I think it's really important for your listeners to know too, that I have many mentors. You're a mentor for me as well. You've come into my life and you've taught me so many things. Even this morning prior to the podcast, I told you that you shared with me what I really needed to hear. You know, so um, I do have lots of mentors that, that I study from, but I guess that would be the more formal title for what I do. The formal title. Now, yeah. pronounce your last name. Yes, my last name is Sina. Sina, Dolly Sina. I wanted to make sure that we said it the right way. All right, well, Dolly, if you had a, a billboard on some big highway, what would it say? One word. Wow. Okay. So, or it could say, it could have a sentence, whatever you want it to say. It's yours. Oh boy. Okay. Well, the first word that came to mind and we've used it already, even uh, through prayer. And that for me is surrender. Mm. It really is surrendering, just complete surrender, you know, and the billboard and what I feel when I see that, the feeling that I would want that word to exude would be just freedom you know, the, wow. to know the truth and to be really set free. I know it, it's that, <laughs> that's the feeling that I get when I, when I see that word on the billboard. That is really awesome because surrender can come across to some people as like a defeat, right? Mm-hmm. I don't see it that way. If I'm surrendering to something, I'm surrendering. It's like I'm laying something down so that I can go up higher right? So that I can push past a, whatever boundary might be there. I can push past that barrier. And that's what you're saying is surrender doesn't need to be uh, the kind of the end all be all. It, it can actually be a stepping stone. Right. Yes. No, absolutely. And it's interesting. I hadn't seen it from that perspective in so long. Um, yes, absolutely. It's, it's surrendering to 
really trusting the process of when you set certain goals and trusting that the path that's being unfolded is exactly what's meant to be for you to grow into who you're who you who you're meant to be yeah oh that is so good i love that i think that with all the different names for billboards that i end up getting as i collect them through the podcast sometime i'm just going to have to find some fabulous way to start just releasing i'm gonna have to we were talking about apps earlier i'm gonna have to find an app that will make a billboard kind of thing and then just start putting these out there because people have so many awesome things in their hearts for that type of encouragement and wouldn't it be fun to actually be able to create those billboards someday but in in the before that can happen we can we can actually start to put it out there on social media but i love that idea of just surrender yeah. surrender so you can come up higher i love that dolly oh thank you and i love your idea too as far as having that billboard idea what came to my mind when you share that is in my home if you looked around even in the children's um, area, I have a lot of things that are in writing and the power of our words, you know, and especially spoken with love and how, how, you know, so when you said that billboard, again, when I said the word surrender, I could feel again, that, that feeling that, that, that was, that was standing, that was behind it. And so I think that's an incredible idea for you to do. I think people would really feel, you know, they could almost feel the story without the story, if that makes right. sense. Yeah, no, that makes total sense. I love it. Well, already new things are happening together <laughs> <laughs> yeah. for about 30 seconds here and there's already popcorn popping. That's what I call the ideas when they're coming, the popcorn is popping. But you have an incredible story. I have been privileged to hear um, most of it, a lot of it. I mean, there's probably tons more than I even know, but I would love for you to just kind of pull the veil back a little bit on your backstory. Tell us about Dolly. Where did she come from? How has she evolved into this person with these incredible titles and positions? <laughs> what is, what's the backstory of Dolly? Wow. So my story comes out different each time in which that I share it. I don't think it's ever really come out the same. Some of the same topics and main points come through, but the way I share it is always quite different. So if you were to tell me four years ago that I'd be sitting here with you, doing this podcast or doing this webinar doing this and speaking in front of all of these people you know all of your listeners i would have said there's no way that this was possible absolutely done and maybe i'm sure lots of listeners can relate to that but when i say it too sometimes you know it's like i want the feeling of how deep that really goes for me for me the pendulum has recently swung so i often say that because i want people to realize that there is that pendulum for you know for every up there's a down the law of polarity states that and i was at the lowest point of my life and because now because of what i'm aware of i know by law that that means that if it's so bad that it's about to get really good but i didn't know that at the time and so I kind of start a little bit backwards here to say again it's just mind-blowing every day for me and i'm so grateful so so grateful and i get it now that you have to follow that path of gratitude to reach your place here because you have to follow that 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 feeling that intuition where every day when you're grateful for the things in which that are around you when you remember to do that you start to attract more of what it is that's already yours and we don't understand it until we practice that so for me, four years ago, like I stated, it was it was my rock bottom, and I often also like to share with people that, you know, it it 
I had no awareness that, you know, I felt that if you were born a certain way, that that was just the way that you were going to be. So I felt I, I did not have a relationship with God. I, I felt that he had done this to me. And I felt that, I, you know, that the world hated me because it just felt that they would just, it was one thing after another, after another, I could never finish anything I had ever started, you know, but I, I felt like I'm not perfect, but I have a good heart, you know, but why is it that I continue to attract what seems to be people say, well, you attract who you are, even though I didn't know this information, I thought, well, my goodness, I must be so bad because I just, you know, what is going on? A lot of confusion, a lot of chaos in my life. And so, and, and allowed the outside world to control me because I came from a place of total fear. I operated from fear all the time and complete, you know, you can imagine if the body is always in that survival uh, vibration. There's absolutely no room to think of anything else except survival. And for me, it was people pleasing. I just need everyone to like me. I, you know, you can, and again, that's that chaos too. So then I, st so I started to drink, you know, even more than I ever had, you know, what was, was something that was social it started to become, you know, an everyday thing. It started to progressively get worse. I was on antidepressants because I felt crazy, you know, it was, and it felt like everything was falling apart because I, wasn't living what I thought was the life I was meant to be living. As a kid, I thought, surely, you know, I thought I knew that there was a beautiful world. And then when I reached this point, I'm like, surely no way this can't be all of it. This can't be it. I was 36 years old thinking if this is it. I don't like this. I think I'm in hell. Um, and there's gotta be, a, that was my mindset. This is where I was programmed. And people might say, well, you had this and you should appreciate this was a complete mindset. This was, I was completely engulfed in this reality because I had been thinking this thought for so long. And I think that's really key for your listeners to understand too, that you can change that. So we'll get into that later, but I just kept thinking that thought and continue. And when you think of past thought, you live more of that into the present. You create more of that in, you know, from the future into the present. So there's what Albert Einstein would say is insanity, you know, doing the same thing and expecting different things because I would see this future that I knew was possible for me, but I just couldn't figure out how to get there. So if, again, I felt like it was hell. And um, so I didn't know the personal development world, nor was I close to God. I didn't have, I didn't go to church. I wasn't raised around that. Although we had the Christian basics, I kind of knew right from wrong kind of a thing, but never really even believed in what the Bible said because I didn't understand it. I had no awareness of that. So really felt alone. I had, I really had to hit rock bottom. And this was when I screamed to God. And I remember where I was. I remember um, just, just the pain in my heart. It was, you know, some of your listeners might be able to relate. There's a real pain, a physical pain when you're there. And I just, I had young children. I was in a marriage that I felt, um, you know, now I realize it was the greatest lesson for, for both of us. But at the time I just felt so just lost and controlled and no, I didn't know who I was. And that's when I screamed to God. And this is a true story. And it was out of, you know, by divine design, but at the time it was like magic. And it was a suggested YouTube video that came from a man named Bob Proctor. I had not known anything about the personal development world. I was raised to believe, as a matter of fact, that it was a bunch of hippie woo-woo, you know, you feel your way into all those things. It's, I mean, it was really, it was not anything that I was aware of, but it was what Bob Proctor said. And this is too is key in how powerful our words really are when we speak them out. And even when we speak them internally, and we're speaking it all the time. 
but this man had gotten out of his, you know, his own way 60 years you know, ago and decided to do this video with this man. And it was what he said. He said, you know, at first it was, if I want to be free, I have to be me, not the me that my kids think I should be, not the me that my spouse thinks I should be, and not the me that you think I should be. If I want to be free, I have to be me. So I better know who me is. Wow. And it was so powerful. And I realized that quote had awoken others later, but at the time it was as if he was speaking directly to me and I received it because I had asked and I received and I was open, but I didn't know it at the time. I was unconscious to it then, but now I'm very conscious to it. So I can hear a lot more often now. Yet it, it was the next piece too, when he said, you don't die and become spirit. You are spirit and you're having a human experience. And I was like, everything went off inside. And it was, it was, what was that? It was an enlightenment. It was like, holy cow, I went full in. And, and um, I did what a lot of people do. I watched every YouTube video that Bob had ever made. I bought his books. I had never read a book cover to cover. This is not an uncommon story, by the way, for those that open their eyes to the truth. And it really does go back to that know thyself. I mean, how can you want to stop ever learning about who you really are? Right, you know, right. the, so, um, yeah, so that's basically the, and it goes in speed from here. After I felt like I had literally looked up everything that he had ever made, it, the next step was I want to meet him. I should also mention though, that I was broke. I was a stay at home mom and an entry level job worker. I really hadn't made over $19 ever in my life an hour. And most of my jobs, I was going to be required to work 10 hours, you know, to, to, to make ends meet because um, I was also on my way to divorce. I had no money, but I wanted to meet this man named Bob Proctor. And this man was saying, you can have him be and do whatever it is that you desire. Right. And I'm going, wow, so far, everything in which that he shared, I've applied some of that stuff and I quit drinking. I quit smoking. All the antidepressants stopped. Mm. Right. And, and it was, it was because of a shift in mindset. I didn't know that this was possible. I didn't even know it was happening. I was just surrendering right to what felt real in my heart i just kept leaning in even though every part of me was going are you crazy you know like what are you doing um whatever it was you know it was if it was reading something over and over and over again or writing something every day for 30 days because bob proctor some dude on youtube you know was telling me to do it i had never listened to anyone i never stayed consistent with anything but there was something different it was being pulled too. I was being called. It was like a calling you couldn't help but but move towards. And uh, you know, I did. I, I jumped. I made a decision. I was going to meet Bob Proctor. I said I'm going to do it. And you know, with so in March of 2017 was my awakening. By August of 2017, I was flying to Toronto, Canada, to meet Bob Proctor. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Like magic and so fast and. I think too, I mean, there's so much more in the story, but there's a lot of times too, when people say, there's no way I can do that because of this, because of that, because of this, because of that. And that's the thing is, is if we do that, you're right. It's never going to happen because whatever you believe to be true is true. But I kept borrowing the belief of my mentor because I was listening to him all the time. I was trying to stay plugged in as much as I could. I just kept surrendering to what he said. So I, when I made the decision I was going to go, whatever unfolded for me, I just did it, even though I was scared. I was more scared to go back to my old reality of drinking and smoking than going and moving forward to see what might be out there in the unknown. 
So I went, um, I went to the Matrix. I met with uh, John Tallarico at the Matrix there, and um, and then I decided I wanted to become a consultant to work with Bob Proctor because he said, "Hey, I'll teach you everything I know." You know, I'll show you how in his goal, he said, was to raise awareness and expand consciousness, he said, to save the world. And I thought, wow, that's a kind of a cool mission to be on. Really? Yeah. You know, let's do it. Let's see what's possible. From there, Pamela, it, it's been like lightning speed. Um, I, I'm from Colorado Springs, Colorado. Like I just mentioned, I've got two kids. I'm a single mom of two. I've grown up in this community in the last four years in that they've seen me do seminars prior to COVID at Hilton. They've watched me grow into who I am. And it really is just a testament of knowing myself in this journey of personal growth of, and it goes all back, you know, to the, to the word of God. And really it's, it, it's magnificent. And here I am today, totally different. And those titles are just really, it's just me telling the truth. All I do is go and tell people the truth. That's it. <laughs> So you inspire people left and right, Dolly. Thank you. What an incredible story. So you really were at the bottom. You were really at the bottom. Like your marriage wasn't working. You were miserable. You felt like, you know, like the hamster on the wheel, like every day, right? Just going through these motions, trying to be a mom, like no self-worth at all. And mm -hmm drowning out the reality through pills and 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 alcohol that's really where you were at so you have been completely transformed in 35 years no <laughs> four years four years four years so to the person out there that's listening and saying well i'm where dolly was at four years ago you don't have to wait and this doesn't have to take you know 10 20 years you have to be ready you have to be ready and then you said again you surrendered and you didn't surrender to alcohol you didn't surrender to uh, medication mm -hmm. you surrendered to where you felt there was life being poured into you and you surrendered to applying what this man bob proctor but you had never you never met but there was something there that was causing you to climb out of the pit that life had dug for you. And, and uh, you know, life tries to do that to us sometimes, but we have a choice. Sometimes we get knocked over and we fall into the pit, but we don't have to stay in the pit, right? And you started crawling out. And look at what's happened in four years. So here's a question. And I and I'm I'm pretty sure that the answer is it's been hard work, but has it been? Have you have you had to work hard? Yeah, no, that's a great question. There, and I often say too, Bob says it as well. It's simple concepts. The answers are all there, you know. But is it easy? No. What I'd like to say about it, however, is that you're going to have to do it anyway, right? This life, this thing, this this life that we. I mean, I, this life. I don't know how else to say that. So you might as well go with it being consciously aware, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. And, right. Because it ends up making it so much fun because really life doesn't get easier. We become stronger. And that's what I realized, too. And it is you're you are the hero of your own movie. You are the main character, producer and director. And when you awaken to that and you realize that that, you know, with God and it really truly is because you're co-creating this this reality here. And what I like to say is heaven on earth. 
is when you have that passion and you can see and visualize that, even though this journey might seem hard, when you're awakened to it, this journey becomes not easier, but this is why the surrender process happens too, but you can breathe through it. And, and then once you get through the illusion of that, you realize, wow, it actually wasn't that hard. It was a perception of what I believed was hard because everything is relative, meaning, right, that it depends on what you compare it to because what is hard. So what one, it might be hard for some, it might not be for others because you've overcome that. So I hope that I answered, I, try, I wanted to answer that as transparently as I could. Well, because it is hard work. If it wasn't hard, everybody would be doing it. I mean, if it was easy, everybody would be doing it, right? Mm -hmm. But so there, the concepts are so simple, you know, and the scriptures will talk about renewing your mind, right? Uh, which means think a different thought, <laughs> right? That's pretty right. simple. It's what it means. And that faith comes by hearing and hearing. Well, faith is coming to us based on what we're hearing. And if we're not hearing the right things and our faith is going to be growing in something that isn't going to be good for us right but it's a choice that we are going to and i know that you are an eternal student uh, like i am an eternal student i know that you could have an excuse and be like oh you know i i have these job this job i have these titles and you know i work so hard and i got two kids and i'm a single mom I just need to sleep in until 7 a.m. today or 8 a.m. today. And yet you, I've heard you say this so many times that you are up at like 4, 4.30 and you're studying and reading. So as, as much as you've grown, as brilliant as you are, because you are, uh, you're still pouring into yourself but, and getting up at 4.30. But getting up at 4.30 didn't just happen yesterday. You, and I'm not saying everybody needs to get up at 4.30. I'm trying to just make a point here with Dolly that she saw a difference in her life and knew that if anything's worth doing, it's worth doing well. That's what my mother has always said. And so you, when you surrendered to it, that means I have to get up early because I need to have that time when my house is quiet and I can just receive. I can have that study time. I can have that devotion time. I can have that prayer and meditation time. Mm -hmm. And little by little, you're thinking, you know, we get rid of stinking thinking, which is what I'm hearing you say, right? right. And we start to, to see things differently. And then that faith comes because of what we're hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing. And so I kind of just picture this Dolly three and a half years ago coming to this place where, you know, she's getting up in the morning with her cup of coffee or a cup of tea and she's tired because maybe she didn't sleep really well and maybe she's even tried to make excuses as to why she could go back to bed today and just you know try it again tomorrow but this this tenacity in you the audacity of it all in a good way like you were not going to be denied and you pressed through i mean is what i'm saying just me coming up with something or is that what happened with you did you just come to a place where you we're not going to be denied. Wow. Yeah. And that's really powerful how you share that. Uh, and, and, and there were times that I really felt that, you know, how you're sharing it, especially when I was in the true essence of being in spirit, I felt exactly what you share, but then there were the other parts of it where I really had to do what 
you know, that surrendering was for me, I had to burn everything, all the ships behind me. There was no plan B because you see, I quit everything I had ever started. So I was programmed right, to retreat always. It was in my, it was in ingrained in which the way that, you know, the neurological pathways in the brain were firing and wiring. It was, it was that I was too scared. I had never stepped out beyond that. So every time I would go to do something like that in, in the physical form, in spirit, I could be there all the time, like you say, you know, and, but in the body, a lot of times, especially in the beginning, when I started this, I was so scared because I had never, I mean, it, all of it, all the whole thing, I was afraid of the whole world too. I thought when I was entering into the personal development world, there was a part of me at one time that thought this could be a cult. This is how ignorant I was. And there's so many others that are too. You see, it wasn't that the, it wasn't possible for, for me to change. It was that I was unaware of how no one had shown me how yet, because it's so strange, you know, it, the way that it, it's kind of covered, if, if, if that makes sense, you know, oh, you can have and be whatever you want, the law of attraction. It's just very like, you know, I was raised like those things are very devilly and, you know, and so I was so afraid of it, you know, and, but it was through piece by piece and piece. I, and I want your listeners, like you said, too, to realize that, yeah, it's, it's the real work. It's going to be scary. But my goodness, when you realize it's just a projection of fear that's inside of you, it's not real out here. We're projecting it. And when we go through it, we realize that it's a limiting belief. It's inside of us. Yeah. And once the body goes, that's not really real it memorizes that and it starts to make the process, it makes you stronger from within. And then you get through the next one and it, it, you know, so it made it worth it, Pam, Pamela, knowing that, because that's what my leaders kept saying. I couldn't feel it yet, you know, and there were, when I was in spirit, I'm like, man, I'm assuming it, it is mine. I am worthy, I'm doing it, I'm, you know, and yeah, so again, trying to answer the questions and transparency. Oh, that's great. Yep. I can so see that. I can just see you making those decisions. I'm getting up this morning. I'd rather be in bed or, or coming up against that barrier where you're needing to go to, to everything you said, Canada to Toronto or where, you know, and you have to come up with the money, right? And yeah. you're on a limited income in the physical realm. So having to press through all of that and believe that, it's going to, the money will be there and then allowing that whole thing to evolve. Right. And not just send, I mean, I've been there, whether it's been uh, for self-development or if it's been going on the mission field or being called up to say, Hey, would you like to put a tour together to go to this place or that place? Okay, great. You'll do it. It's going to cost 10 grand. (laughs) And you, and you immediately go, where am I going to find that? Well, we have to switch out of that mindset right away and go up higher. Right. And I just, I can so see that you've walked through those transformations and that's why you're so good at helping others and teach others because you've been there. One thing that you had said a couple of times here, I wrote it down was changing our mindset. And, and you talked about, you know, getting through the fear and, being able to kind of rise above that and having your mindset changed. And I know that you can share probably for a very long time on that. <laughs> and I would love it if you could pour into us today a little bit more about the importance of changing your mindset and how to do it, maybe hitting some high points, but that fear 
is so real in everybody's life where we are coming uh, come up against that i can't mm -hmm. i'm afraid i don't have what it takes i'm not good enough i'm not tall enough i'm not i got the wrong color hair i've got you know whatever it is there's so many things that try to just come up in our mind to stop us and you've shared you've had you had a number of those uh, from things from when you were growing up to just what you accumulated as an adult so how does a person change their mindset yeah no and that's that's also a great question and you're right i could go for hours on that uh really the first step would be to make a decision and i know that your listeners might have heard that before but really stop the program right because right now they could, you could be running unconsciously and uh i have a german shepherd <laughs> i have a dog too he's not barking right now, but that's okay yeah. Understand. <laughs> <laughs> this should happen in a moment. Uh, but to make a, a real committed decision that you're going to make the change, you know, often too, a lot of people don't know. Uh, you really you want to tie your goal. You know, you want to tie things to a goal so that you have direction too. So the decision, if you don't have a goal yet, is that to make a decision to say I'm going to to have a goal. You know, you got to do that kind of in steps. Um, and also, so that's the first thing, because once you make the decision, right, as we all know too, ask and you shall receive, this is also too, where things will start to unfold for you. But first the decision needs to be made and you have to stand behind that, right? The belief must match the behavior and then you must take action on that decision too. So what could that be? Then it could be, we'll write it out. And our favorite, right, is, and it, it's the perfect words, but it's, I am so happy and grateful now that, so it, it and bring it into the present tense it's so important that you assume that the wish is already fulfilled and people might say well that sounds like a fairy tale i don't believe in any of that well okay then it's not true for you because it's whatever you believe to be true okay? and so if you believe that you want to so let's say you write out the goal because when i first wrote out mine pamela i didn't believe it there was no way any of this could come true okay? so i wouldn't write it I wouldn't even stop to think, well, what's the decision of what it is that I want to do right now? I wouldn't even think about it. I was, oh, it'll come to me later. Right? I just kept kind of, ah, like later. Well, if you're sending out that signal, right, the thought sends out the signals of saying, I'll find out later. Well, then, of course, you'll find out later. You'll find out you're literally putting it in front of you. And because your words are just that powerful. So you got to stop and think, you know, and for your listeners, too, when you're listening to things that you might say that you have already heard before, stop and remember you only know it from your level of awareness wow. you know, you've you all and because otherwise your results would be different so you have to remove the ego to come in always as a student too so i'm kind of giving it to uh to your listeners in layers and steps um and then we'll kind of go into the importance of why and the mindset too and, and and how this all ties in together so first make the decision second write down your goal i'm so happy and grateful now that i am earning $50,000 per month, whatever it might be. Now, I also want to share with your listeners that we are not money driven, we're mission driven. Money is the only measurement of change that we can measure. So in, in physical, and so what I mean by that is, if I say, Pamela, I've changed so much, I've changed so much. Okay, you can believe me up to a certain point to a degree. But if I go, Pamela, I used to earn $50,000 a year. And now I earn that every month. And I did it in six months that's measurement of change. Does that make sense? Yes. If, but really, truly goals are set, not for what we're going to get, but it's about who we're becoming along the way. And 
I've heard that, you know, and, and I'm sure you have too from Earl Nightingale, success is the progressive realization of the worthy ideal. I've said that so many times and I didn't ever really understand it. And now I understand it more than ever because when you're installing the right mindset, a successful mindset, a money mindset, you know, a loving mindset, you're installing the truth of, of the part of you that isn't operating, um, and we'll go over that in just a moment too, that's operating at a higher percentage because that's part of the unconscious of conscious mind. You're, this is why the results are always the same because it's running on that same program for centuries. Um, I know I'm kind of saying a lot at once. So um, let me know if I get to, <laughs> if it's going. Oh, good, it's great. Are we good? Okay, good. So after you write out your goal, the next important thing is that you really feel the feeling. And this is where people miss it. Bob Proctor, like I said, was known from the movie, The Secret. The primary law to attraction is vibration. So you really wanna feel the feeling of that the wish is truly fulfilled, right? And so that's a little bit of, so this is a really great start. And to write out your goal, I want to you know, challenge your, your listeners to write it out a hundred times. Write it down a hundred times a day. It, and, and it sounds crazy, doesn't it? Like, why would I do that? Why not? You know, if your way isn't working, maybe try this. Something really amazing could happen. There's a reason for all of those things. It's kind of like a light bulb. Not, we don't understand how it works, but we know that it works. Right, right. right? And so that's how you can collapse time uh, when you have a mentor too. You know, it's, it's, it's just knowing these little things um, that seem trivial, but it really isn't. And also I'd like to mention that when you're feeling the feeling, come into it with gratitude. That's one of the, the most important things you and I talked about too prior to this call. What's happening here is that you're changing your mindset. You know, you often hear, oh, these people that think positive all the time, they're always so positive. It's not true. There's contrast, always there's contrast, but it's in finding harmony and how in which that you do that is through certain exercises of repetition. So mindset is key in success because if it's not installed, you're always going to go back to the default programming. So if it hasn't been reprogrammed, because the spirit, the, the true essence of who we are is that our spiritual DNA is perfect. It's one with God, right? And, it's, and our spirit is seeking that fuller expression and expansion is that we want to co-create with God. We want to express ourselves. You know, it's not money that we seek. We're seeking the time and money freedom to choose what we want to do. Right? I mean, you want to go and serve everyone if we, right. And, and to give to charities, like if we, I mean, we want to be overflowing with abundance so much so that we could just give so freely. And it's, it's, you know, it's one of Bob Proctor taught me this, sorry, this is really off subject, um, but I just feel yeah, compelled to share. I often asked, I said, well, I don't, you know, when I first started, I didn't have a lot of money, but I was off, you know, you got to give, you got to give. I'm like, I don't have a lot to give. I mean, I mean, you know, and I would try to kind of find the ways. And then the question came to me and I said, well, what if I, like, if there's homeless people or whatever that is, what if I don't, like, what if I don't have it? Or if I, I remember our mentors, uh, one mentor said, you give when you want to give from your heart. Other than that, don't judge yourself, right? Just give from your heart and when you can. And what that reminds me to say, though, is when you're overflowing with abundance for who we are and the true essence, <laughs> we're going to give it all, right? Like, it's, we're going to give it all away. That's who we are. And uh, with that excitement of knowing that, Pam, of knowing that I could make that wish become true for me and my family is what made me persevere forward of writing my goals down a hundred times, right? Wow. It was that, it, that's what made me do it. And then I had to burn the ships behind me though, too. So there's, there is a process and how this all kind of works, but 
there are the few people once in a while that'll actually do it. And when they do, they will reach out to you and they'll be like, you're never going to believe this. That's how it works. It, it, uh, because the spirit is seeking that expression. And when the, the part of us, the, the, remember, we're not our body. We're more than that. Our body's just been programmed to be what it is. That's why we look like our grandma and our great, great grandpa. We've been kind of pre-programmed to be, but when we make that in alignment with spirit and now we're operating in true harmony, everything becomes effortless. You know, the mindset, when the mindset is right, you're at the right place at the right time. You're talking to the right people. You have no idea what's happening. Like even today, I'll be speaking with you and who knows, somebody's going to hear exactly what they're meant to hear. And then they make a different business decision than they would have before. And just that one golden nugget allowed them to earn an extra 10 grand, just as an example. Mindset is key. You've got to stay plugged in. Wow. That was so powerful. And I wrote down... Be make your beliefs match your behaviors, and then you act on what you believe. And you said, there might be people out there thinking this doesn't work. And I, as you said that, I, I had this thought, that train left a long time ago in Dolly's life. <laughs> you know what, you are living proof that it works and nobody could sell you that bill of goods. They couldn't sell it to me. They couldn't sell it to us because that train left a long time ago. We know it works. We know it works. So does it work to the listeners? Yes, it works. Do you have to work it? Yes. Now, as a minister, I will tell people the word, meaning the scriptures, meaning the Bible, the word works when you work the word. Mm -hmm. And that's the same principle you're talking about right here. Same thing. The word works when you work the word. It was so powerful. You've mentioned a couple of different times the importance of gratitude. I thought that might be a nice way to kind of start to wrap up our time together would be to have you share a little bit on the importance of gratitude and how it has changed you. But, you know, what, whatever you feel that needing to talk about. Wow. So this one's huge for me. You know, one of the first exercises that were, was given to me by, by Bob Proctor, uh, he said to write out 10 things you're grateful for, send out love to three people that are bothering you in that same vibration. Um, and I remember doing that for a while and I didn't believe any of it. I was like, oh yeah, I'm sending you love. And I didn't mean one ounce of it, really. And it's interesting for me to observe who I used to be compared to where I am today. This is it, it, it's mind-blowing but yet I did it and I didn't understand the science behind it then I understand it more now than ever and, but I didn't need to back then it was just too much to know you know I was going to get there and writing that out every morning I didn't realize that I really truly was releasing I was really forgiving it was me you know it was that it was that you know I'm sure you've heard that poison that you give others and then you drink it that, that, that's literally what I was doing I was spending so much energy, hating so much and hating the world. And, and this energy was just all out here and so much pain and suffering and the state of mind of victim and, and thinking that everything was happening to me. Every day of gratitude, what I didn't know was happening because it was happening so organically, but 
little by little, it was like this tar, like I often mention releasing and lifting off from my heart because it was allowing me to become present of what to really truly be grateful for. Cause we forget, I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm grateful for my food. I'm grateful. I wasn't, I, I didn't understand. I didn't have the mindset yet. I did, it wasn't, I was still again, running on, on a, on, on a program of thinking of all negative thoughts, right? Cause I was thinking that thought for so long. I hadn't thought the thought of gratitude long enough. Cause I didn't, what was, I didn't know what to be grateful for. So little by little, the gratitude allowed the tar to release. And then the next thing I knew it, little, all that, all the people that I thought and all the situations that I thought that I hated, I started to see it from a different point of view, started to feel so different. And there was this, you know, where, where I would be like, oh, I hope this for you, or I feel sorry for you. That, that turned into, wow, I have a lot of compassion for you. I really understand why you're there. So it was this organic way of mind shifting. And this was just gratitude. Like, I remember Oprah talking about it, like, back before I was awakened. I'm like, this woman is like, even in prayer, I'm so grateful for my food. God, thank you. I'm like, none of these people are grateful. Why are they lying? Now, remember, this was my mindset. This is my perception of my reality projected onto everyone. Right. right. And that's what I want people to know and realize too, that you can change that. Especially if you have the, the awareness of it, you just, you got to listen from your heart and you have to be willing to learn and learn and relearn new things because you know, some things like there's certain things that we think and we don't even know why we have to stop and break those patterns of thinking and gratitude is going to help that. Because it puts us in a higher sense of uh, thought frequency, which is we feel better when we're there. And even though we could be fighting it a little, you can't help but feel that um, higher frequency of gratitude. But also, too, if you do it every morning, you'll get rid of anxiety. I used to wake up with incredibly horrible anxiety. That, gratitude and serenity, those were the two exercises that I did. Um, and maybe you could mention that to your, or talk to your listeners about that in the future. Um, but those were the two and the anxiety went away for people that don't believe me, just prove me wrong, right? Like <laughs> do it for seven days and just come back and say, nothing happened. That's what Bob always says too. He says, do exactly what I tell you to do until you find out that I'm lying. And a lot of people have said uh, on going on quests just to prove him wrong. And then they end up becoming like really happy. And they're like, that was amazing. He's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> um, so I challenge your listeners to do it. it. There's a lot of magic. There's so much more than what I'm sharing. That was what just came through for me now. But it's, it's, it's all the truth. All of it's the truth. Oh, it is. And gratitude is, I mean, that is kind of like the secret sauce, isn't it? Yes, it's going to help you open up the channels of also receiving the messages, intuition, God speaking back to you, because when you're on that level of vibration, you can hear, right? And you're, you have quiet of mind. You're not so in anxiety, like, how am I going to do this? How am I going to pay this bill? How? I don't want to go to work. My kids, this, that. But when you go into gratitude, there's quiet of the mind. You know, you become more present and now you can actually respond versus reacting, and reacting is survival, right? And that's when you're in survival, there's no creating there. You're just trying to survive. You've got to get out of the survival and get back into creation. And that's the greatest, one of the greatest ways to do that is when you're in that, in a place of horrible thinking, go right into gratitude. That's a secret weapon that you can have in your back pocket. It's, it's really powerful. That is powerful. I love that secret weapon. That's great. <laughs> that's great. You really shined a light on gratitude. Well, on so many things, but that 
and walk your living testimony. I mean, you just shared that that got you out of anxiety. Like there's people all over in a COVID society and world right now that are dealing with major anxiety. And you have just said, here's something that you can do to get rid of it. Yeah. And it works. It. It works. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Write it down. 10 things every morning and three and send love to three things that are bothering you every day. Yes. Yes. And then when that's wrong thinking comes in or outside influences go into gratitude. I love that. And you have things to be thankful for. We can be thankful we're breathing if there's nothing else, right? We can be thankful to God. One of the first things that, you know, this is not a pat on my back, just might, might help somebody. It's just my practice that when I wake up in the morning, the first thing that I say is, I thank you, Father, for another day to serve you. I mean, right away, we're thankful. And that's what Dolly is talking about when she says go into gratitude. It's about being having that thankful, gracious heart. And you can't be, if you're practicing gratitude, you can't be crabby and grateful at the same time. You can't have fear and gratitude at the same time. You can't have anxiety and gratitude at the same time. One is going to overpower the other. And if you stay in gratitude, gratitude will become the dominating force and will kick out the other things. It doesn't mean you won't have to deal with fear or anger, but it means you'll be equipped to deal with it. You'll be equipped to have victory over it. And that's a huge difference. Instead of it being that dooming, glooming, overpowering thing in your life, you begin to, to take the driver's, the driver's seat and dictate that. I loved what you said about being the, playing the lead role in the movie of your life, because that is it. We are supposed to be the leading ladies, yeah. right? Uh, not that glorified extra, <laughs> <laughs> right? In our own life, that's the way it is supposed to be. Well, I have one more question for you, and that is this. I always ask my guests this question, being that the name of my podcast is Purpose by Design, and Purpose by Design is kind of the theme of my life. It's kind of the heartbeat of my life. So I like to ask, what does Purpose by Design mean to you, Dolly? When you say those words, what bubbles up inside of you? What thoughts come to mind? Wow. Okay. So that title for me is really powerful because when I think purpose, I, I'm, I'm a visionary, like probably most of all of your listeners. So the purpose part of what I feel and see is, wow, I don't know how I'm going to transfer this, is first the purpose for me is the mission and in, in what I, gosh, I hope I can bring this all together, Pam. It's powerful because I feel myself already there in, 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 in what I'm in the new world in which that I'm looking to create because that purpose that I, you know, is, is all by design. It's, it's, I'm designing it in my imagination first, but I don't get to see it in, in, in reality the way that I expect to because that wouldn't be any fun. Um, so if that, right, like, so I, I, I see it because we're visioneers, but yet when it really shows up, it's going to be a based on feeling. So when you say that purpose by design, I really, really feel the power of all the people in which that are going to come is going to have, okay, one moment, sweetie, sorry, um, is that, uh, is exactly just that it's 
all, and my goodness, Pam, again, I hope I'm doing an okay job in explaining it. The vision is just so big, even with those, the, the guests that you're going to have, all the, I just see a, a whole new world in your title. Oh, <laughs> I don't know if that made sense, but everyone is making and touching and they're, they all have a part in this. Even that word, that bulletin that you said, I see that in your world, if that makes sense. This, mm -hmm. this world in which that you've created for others, the sacred space this, you know, that where you're speaking this truth for others to plug in and hear. I mean, it's, it's incredibly amazing. I mean, it takes courage to do what you do. So it's, again, I tried to express to you the feeling of that. Um, and I hope it makes sense. Oh my gosh, beautifully. A whole new world. Purpose by design is a whole new world. I love that. I, I might have to use that, Dolly. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. A whole new world. Welcome to the new world. I love it. Now, we're going to put it in the description, but how do people find you if they want to reach out and want you involved in their journey, want to learn more about what you do and who you are? How do our listeners find you? Yes, thank you. I think the best way if they're on social media is to, and on Facebook, it would just, it would be to join the group Master Your Thinking. Otherwise, um, they can always look me up at dollycena.com. Okay. And uh, yeah, I think that would, uh, yeah. I think that's the best way. Yes, that's perfect. Is there anything else that's on your heart that you don't that you didn't get to say and you're like, oh, I really wanted to say this. Anything else you want to share? Yeah, I think the last thing for me that I'd like to share, which is just coming through, for example, would be exactly what happened on this on this, uh, you know, this webinar that I'm doing with you today is interview is that it's okay when things don't go the way that we expect them to. Like, I mean, even with, for example, my son coming in and interrupting right towards the end, people often, they don't push, they don't push forward. They think, oh, you know, that was a failure and this and that, or whatever that might be. You know, even me, when I go on Facebook lives, I'm so incredibly scared right before I go on. It's the, you know, the, what will they think of me? Will I say the right things? Will everything go perfectly? Every seminar I ever did, I used to do them at the Hilton. Something always went wrong. Something always went wrong, you know, and I would push through and it would be the best thing ever. And I want to encourage the listeners to say, mess up in front of people, let, you know, show others that it's okay to do that. Give other people permission to do that as well. That's what I believe and why when people would ask, how are you filling the rooms? I'm like, cause I'm just telling them myself, I just, I mess up and I just tell them I messed up. I don't even try to hide it. And it was the transparency. It was again, the secret is no secret. It's that I just always told the truth. And, and, and it just made, not always, but you know what I mean, to the yeah. best of my ability, <laughs> you know, I might tell my kids certain now, but really, truly it, uh, it makes when, when I say, tell the truth, what I mean by that too, is tell the truth about your journey to the, to the point of what you want to do for your comfort. And mine has always been that transparency, which is why I talk a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> try to connect all the dots for everyone. So, but that was really it. Um, and Pamela also too, I want to thank you again for having me. Um, you're, you're such a ray. Oh my goodness. You just exude so much light and you truly are a woman of God and you inspire me. Thank you. Well, the feeling is mutual, Dolly. And thank you so much for being our guest today. This has been just so enriching and thank you listeners for showing up and I get you to do me a favor. I know that this has blessed you. So I'm asking you if you would please subscribe, like, comment, share. Let's spread the new world. See, there we go, Dolly. Let's spread the new world. 
but in order to uh, for people to know about the new world, they need to hear about it, they need to see it. So share, 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 and let's send a message that this new world is here and that that it's needed, okay? So I thank you for doing that. And as always, you have a purpose by design. Go out and be the salt and the light everywhere you go. Thank you for tuning in today. Blessings. Thank you.